Scotsman. Then grease me up, woman. Sir, have you noticed how North Edinburgh golfers put like this? And South Edinburgh golfers put like this? And welcome to Willie Hears You, a Scottish Simpsons podcast. My name is Ian, and as per usual, I am the host of this show. This is episode number five, and on today's show, we're going to be talking about season one, episode five of The Simpsons, Bart the General. If you've been enjoying the shows that we've been putting out so far, then please consider supporting us across our various social media platforms. We're on Twitter, at Willie Hears. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok is at Willie Hears You. You can also leave us uh, an email. Just go to willyhears at gmail.com. That's willyhears at gmail.com. Leave us an email, and that can get read out during the show for all of you, uh, for all of you to hear your various Simpsons opinions. That can be in response to the listener question of the week, to the episode that we're covering that week, or anything else in between. But we're not going to hang around. As I said, this is episode number five, and we are talking about Bart the General. Lunch, Lady Doris. Have you got any grease? Yes. Yes, we do. Then grease me up, woman! Okie dokie. Bart the General was first aired on the 4th of February 1990, was written by John Schwartzwelder and directed by David Silverman. In its uh, original showing, it received 27.1 million US viewers, which is actually up 7 million from the week before, which had dropped 7 million. So it, got, it gained most of that 7 million back that it dropped the week before. Uh, it was placed 31, uh, 31st place sorry, in the weekly ratings, which is up from 45th on the week before, and had a Nielsen rating of 14.3, which was up from 11.2 the week before. And it was the highest rated show on the Fox network that week. Uh, oddly enough, there was no chalkboard or couch gag for this episode. Uh, the episode just ran long, so they obviously had to cut the majority of the intro. So you got the title card, and then it went straight into the opening shot uh, of Springfield. So there was no chalkboard or couch gag for this episode. But we kick off this episode. Lisa is making cupcakes for her teacher, Miss Hoover. It's her birthday. Uh, but Bart is not a fan of this. He wants the cup. Number one, he wants the cupcakes for himself. But number two, he thinks that Lisa is just being a teacher's pet. Um, and there's a there's a moment, and, and I know this actually isn't what how it was meant, but there's a moment here where it almost feels like Homer is making a slightly adult joke. Check it out. You know, there are names for people like you. No, there are teacher's pet. Apple polisher, butt kisser. Bart, you're saying butt kisser like it's a bad thing. Obviously, you know, after this clip, I, like the scene continues and 
it's obviously maybe not what you were initially thinking, all you dirty-minded people out there, but uh, it is a... <laughs> in isolation, it uh, it sounds like a, a, a certainly a maybe slightly more adult joke than the Sim- than is appropriate for the Simpsons, but um, we move on and they get on the school bus. Bart is try Bart is pretty much just trying to get everyone on side at this point, saying that Lisa's just this teacher's pet, and he tells Otto about the cupcakes. But Lisa made one for Otto, so of course Otto's going to be back on Lisa's side. I would be too if someone made me a cupcake like that. Fill your boots because I love, I love a cake, um, and then B- Bart just continues this barrage, and I feel very much like the thing with The Simpsons as it moves on, specifically between the relationship between Bart and Lisa. Obviously, you know we know that Lisa is this sort of goody two shoes, teacher's pet kind of person, and Bart's the the rebel and the the troublemaker and things like that, and. You know, we see time and time again as the seasons go on that, they, you know, Bart does tease and sort of mess with Lisa quite a lot. But there always seems to be a line. And I feel like Bart here is just being horrible. Especially on the bus when, you know, he's just this barrage of names that he keeps calling her. Um, she gets her own back because she sort of reverse psychologies in him into not giving him a cupcake. So she does get her own back. Um, and one of the things we sort of spoke about in the last episode is that there was no real definition between Bart and Lisa. Uh, it was an odd episode in terms of, you know, you, if that was the only episode of The Simpsons you'd seen, you didn't know the rest of The Simpsons, it would be really difficult to tell the difference apart between the two characters in terms of their sort of personalities. And that's much, much more apparent in this episode here. Um, for, uh, just like to say as well, very briefly, before I go any further, I very apologise, suffer- I've, I've got a bit of a sniffle. Uh, I will be trying to cut as many of the sniffles out of this episode as possible. Hopefully I can catch most of them, but just in case I miss a few, I do apologise for any sniffles that will be left into this episode. Um, they get to school, and a bully steals Lisa's cupcakes, and Bart, and this is where, you know... This is where we see that thing that I'm talking about. Because Bart stands up to the bully because that's his sister. You don't want to mess with his sister. Um, but it turns out, and they have a fight, but the, the bully is Nels- the friend of Nelson Muntz, who we obviously all know, but this is the first uh, appearance of Nelson Muntz. Uh, and Bart lands one right on his nose and gives him a nosebleed. And basically, Nelson threatens to get Bart after school. And Skinner shows up at this point as well. And, like, well... Well, you can listen to yourself for how this all goes down. Nelson, you're bleeding. Nah, happens all the time. Somebody else's blood splatters on me. Hey, wait a minute. You're right. You made me bleed my own blood. It was an accident, man. A terrible, ghastly mistake. Ask anybody. Uh oh. A cold wind. Hello, kids. Everything above the board here? Good. Play friendly, children. Uh-oh, there's your bell. Come along now, all of you. No dawdling now. I'll get you after school, man. But... Oh, no, no, no. He'll get you after school, son. Now hurry up. It's time for class. But... Scoot, young Simpson. There's learning afoot. So Bart is obviously, you know, he's really worried. He's stressing out. He doesn't want to get into this fight with Nelson. Nelson's much bigger than him. Uh, you know, he's the school bully. And, and Bart really doesn't want to get 
uh, into it, you know. Uh, but Lisa thinks that Bart is just a hero and he calls him Bart the Bully Killer. To much to everyone else's delight, because of course Nelson has been terrorizing the entire school, not just Bart. So they're all they're all for someone standing up to him as long as it's not them. So they're all encouraged, but Bart obviously discourages it. Um, but Nelson says, "Right, we're gonna have a fight. We're gonna have a fight um, after school at three fifteen. Uh, and at this point, Bart's, Bart pictures his own funeral. Goodbye, little dude. You look so lifelike, man. Yes, the school nurse did a wonderful job reconstructing his little face after the fight. Goodbye, son. I guess you were right. All that homework was a waste of your time. So it gets to the end of the school day. Bart obviously tries to sneak away. He doesn't want any part of this fight, but of course he bumps into Nelson and his goons, and Nelson just kicks, beats the crap out of him. You know, every time he punches him, Bart's face sort of melts into a different pose, and eventually it just results in Bart getting stuffed in a in a trash can and getting rolled down a hill. A hill which, ironically, ends right at the Simpson house, which is actually, you know what, like, saves him walking, you know, think of all that energy he's saving walking home, he just gets to roll down the hill, but, um, but Nelson obviously says that this isn't, this isn't over, and he's going to get him the next day after school, and then the next day, and then the next day as well, so, Bart gets home in the trash can, uh, he's obviously incredibly upset, and so Homer, Homer comes to find out what happens, finds him crying, and, uh, not gives and tries to help him with his tears and explain the rules of the playground to Marge. Here, let me help you dry those tears. So what's the problem, son? I had a run-in with a bully. A bully? Come on, Marge. I don't bug you when you're helping Lisa. Well, Bart, I hope you're going straight to the principal about this. I guess I could do that. What? And violate the code of the schoolyard? I'd rather Bart die. What on earth are you talking about, Homer? The code of the schoolyard, Marge. The rules that teach a boy to be a man. Let's see. Don't tattle. Always make fun of those different from you. Never say anything unless you're sure everyone feels exactly the same way you do. So Marge, when she finds out, she suggests that Bart should try and talk to Nelson and kind of try and psychoanalyze him, essentially, to figure out why he is doing the things that he is doing and tries to come up with justification for why he's lashing out and is being this bully. But, of course, Homer... Homer's not for this idea at all. And Homer just... Homer isn't... Homer tells... shows Bart, sorry, how to fight dirty. You mean I should fight dirty, Dad? Unfortunately, son, we Simpsons sometimes have to bend the rules a little in order to hold our own. Amen. So the next time this bully thinks you're going to throw a punch, you throw a glob of mud in his eyes. And then you sock him when he's staggering around blinded. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with hitting someone when his back is turned. Gotcha. And if you get the chance, get him right in the family jewels. That little doozy's been a Simpson trademark for generations. <clears throat> So, Bart obviously goes to the school the next day, it gets to the end of the school day, and of course Nelson is ready for another fight. And Bart does try some of Homer's tactics, you know, he slings some mud in his eyes, uh, he lands a punch on him, but of course that punch does nothing, and then he goes for the, the family jewels, uh, so to speak, And uh, but 
Nelson just holds him off really, really easily and essentially just beats him up again, makes him roll down, roll down the hill in the trash can again. And when Bart makes it back home, Lisa's there waiting for him this time and she gives him some advice to go and see Grandpa Simpson. Uh, at the retirement home because as she claims grandpa system is is the toughest simpson alive just simply because of the fight that he put up when they tried to put him in the retirement home but when uh when bart gets to the home to see grandpa grandpa's busy writing a letter dear advertisers i am disgusted with the way old people are depicted on television we are not all vibrant, fun-loving sex maniacs. Many of us are bitter, resentful individuals who remember the good old days when entertainment was bland and inoffensive. The following is a list of words I never want to hear on television again. Number one, bra. Number two, horny. Number three, family jewels. We do have some trivia about this little clip, uh, but we'll do that once we get to that section of the episode. So Grandpa's essential advice to Bart is to simply just stand up for himself, which I feel like is very much the advice that Homer gave him, maybe in a slightly more succinct way. Um, but I do feel like that's maybe sort of good character development in a way, because as we go on and learn, we learn that actually Homer is very, very alike to his father. He is very, very like Abe Simpson. And so the fact that they've b both given very similar advice kind of shows that as well. So I feel like that's that's really good early foundations being laid for that relationship and character development there. Uh, but Grandpa takes uh, Bart to see Herman, who runs a military antique store, and tells him how he lost his arm. Now, of course, if you think back to one of our earlier episodes, I think it was, was it Homer's Odyssey? Um, where Bart's class takes a trip to the Springfield nuclear power plant and Bart makes Mrs. Crabapple warns them not to stick their arms out of the window to otherwise it's going to get ripped off by a, a something coming in the other direction and that's how Herman tells Bart that he lost his arm so we can just assume that that is the same person that we're talking about. It's the first appearance of Herman, so we haven't met this character before, and he is absolutely crazy, and he just decides that, right, we're going to declare war on Nelson Muntz. And he tells Bart that he needs to get some men together, he needs to get them trained. Uh, so Bart organises a meeting in his treehouse, and then we get this really long training montage, which is, of course, in homage to the movie Full Metal Jacket, uh, we get this big training montage. Uh, but Bart, actually, in the middle of training, actually goes a little bit overboard with uh, with one of the recruits. What's the matter with you, soldier? It's my nerves, sir. I just can't stand the barking anymore. Your nerves? Oh! I won't have cowards in my army. Ow! Sorry, Bart. You can push them out of a plane. You can march them off a cliff. You can send them off to die on some godforsaken rock. But for some reason, you can't slap them. Now, apologize to that boy right now. Sorry, man. That's cool. So, the training montage ends, and the army is preparing for their final attack on Nelson. And the attack plan is that they're going to bo essentially bomb him with water balloons. They've got 200 water balloons, and they're just going to absolutely bomb him with water balloons. They, they, they 
trap him outside of the arcade and they just let him have it with the water balloons. Nelson's goons turn on him and eventually, you know, they tie him up. There's also this scene where uh, they reenact that sort of, you, you, you'd know it to see it, the, the classic sort of photograph of uh, VJ Day where a soldier is kissing a woman. Um, and obviously this, and someone steals that from Lisa. They, they, someone, this other kid comes up to Lisa and kisses her. I think they're in a sailor's outfit actually. Um, and it's quite funny because once the, the photo was taken, she slaps him, which is in actual fact what actually happened in that photo. The woman in the real life photo was not happy at all about that happening. So she actually slapped him once it was finished. Um, Nelson, being the bully though, you know, he's been tied up as well at this point. So they haven't just water, like bombed him with water balloons. They've tied him up as well. And he, being the bully that he is, threatens Bart to just beat him up as soon as he unties him. So in order to counteract this, Herman draws up a, tr a truce treaty, which they both agree to do. Marge makes everyone cupcakes. So they all are sitting there enjoying cupcakes. And then just to end the episode, Bart actually gives us a public service announcement about war. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, contrary to what you've just seen, war is neither glamorous nor fun. There are no winners, only losers. There are no good wars, with the following exceptions. The American Revolution, World War II, and the Star Wars Trilogy. If you'd like to learn more about war, there's lots of books in your local library, many of them with cool, gory pictures. Well, good night, everybody. Peace, man. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Um... I'll get into our sort of overall analysis and ratings in our next segment, which is the ratings and the reviews. <laughs> There's nary an animal alive that can outrun a grease Scotsman. We will start off with the critics' scores as always. IMDB actually scored this episode an 8 out of uh, 10, which is the second highest rated episode so far. You guys, the listeners, on average scored this episode a 7.3 out of 10, which is the same. It's also the second highest rated episode from you guys as well. Uh, Boomer, friend of the show, gave this a 5 out of 10, says it's okay, but meanders a bit too much and just doesn't really seem to fit. Space Castle Podcast gave this a 9 out of 10, saying one of the most iconic early episodes. Lots of good jokes, a dude character we could have used way more of, and a hilarious spoof all in one. Uh, Nico, my my good friend and co-host of my other two podcasts, just gave this an 8 out of 10, simply says an epic episode. And Ian Spencer, 95 on Instagram, says 4.5 out of 10. This is, and actually goes into a bit of detail here. So he says, this is actually my second least favourite episode of the whole season. I always found the premise very silly or odd. And even though it had some really solid jokes, like the cold wind before Skinner shows up, Bart coughing up his hat and Grandpa's hilarious letter to the editor, the whole is less than the sum of its parts, in my opinion. Highlights for me were the fantasy bullying sequence and Homer blow-drying Bart's tears. Although I do wish Homer had told Bart it's okay for boys to cry before he used the blow-dryer. Different times, I suppose. Yeah... I, I kind of thought that as well, but um, I feel like, even though he doesn't actually verbally say it, I, I do feel like the, the sort of sentiment is kind of there. You know, he doesn't really make Bart feel bad for crying in that scene, and, um, you know, he just, he just 
I think it's more of us to try and protect him from Marge sort of thing and Marge's sort of mothering. But um, but I totally, I, I get your sentiment. And I, and to be honest with you, out of all of those, I think I'd probably agree with, uh, with Ian Spencer Night 5 the most. For me, this has probably got, like, this has got some really, really solid jokes in here. And for me, Grandpa's letter to the editor is... is the best one in this uh episode but it does have several really good moments for me but it just it feels a little out of place this episode i don't know it just doesn't really work for me and you know what it's not a bad thing this happens you know, not every single episode you're going to do is going to be an absolute smash uh for me this is a, a low point but it's again i think for we're going to have to do this for most of this whole season we have to just understand you know, where we are here, we're at season one, episode five, you know, now we're on season 32. And it's difficult to, for, it's, sorry, it's easy to forget, you know, how little character building, how little world building had actually taken place at this point. And, you know, each episode, I think for this first season, you know, adds in a new character. Here we got the first appearance of uh, who did I say, Herman, and we got the first appearance of Nelson, and if it, I think if it hadn't been for Simpsons Roasting, I think this would have been the first appearance of Grandpa as well. Um, so, you know, we're still world building, we got to the, we, you know, we got to the retirement home, there was a reference to the Quickie Mart, even though it was spelt incorrectly. Um, you know, so the world is still taking shape, and you can very much tell that the jokes for me, are starting to get just that little bit more on point as the episodes start to go through. They're becoming a little bit more succinct, they're becoming a little bit sharper, and uh, as I'll talk about in a second, they're just, they're, they're pushing, they're starting to push that boundary a little bit. And obviously the boundaries back in 1990 are very different from the boundaries you would find now in 2021, but, you know, back then they were really starting to push that boundary, and there was a little bit of controversy around this episode uh, when it was first released. You know, Matt Groening has come out and says, you know, it, it almost seems trivial to him. It, uh, there was there was so much stress and worry about censorship and that at the time when when you look back at it, it's really not going to be ever remembered now as one of their most controversial episodes. But there was a little bit at the time. So with all that, I'm gonna score. I'm gonna score this a five. I'm gonna give this a five out of ten. It's not my least favorite, but it's certainly not my favorite episode. Uh, I think it's very much a middling episode, but I do like some of the jokes in there and I appreciate that it's world building, so a lower score for me, but I'm going to give this a 5. And uh, my scores combined with your scores on the IMDb score gives Bart the General an average score of 6.8 out of 10, and it actually puts it in second place of the now five episodes that we have covered on the show, one place above Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire uh, and one place below, there's no disgrace like home. So that is it for the episode review portion. We'll jump into some trivia. Sir, have you noticed how North Edinburgh golfers put like this? And South Edinburgh golfers put like this? I've already sort of talked about a little bit of the trivia as we've gone through. Uh, but I obviously mentioned there that, you know, this was met with a little bit of controversy this episode. The part the censors apparently were really against number one, the violence in this episode and the reference I think it was more the violence references. This is really not a violent episode. Uh, but apparently the censors were really dead against the words family jewels being uh, said on the show. Um 
different times, guys. Let's just be real, like, I, I can't think of any other, other, any other justification for it. It was just a different time. Um, of course, that was ignored by the producers of the show and the the phrase actually made it to the final cut on, on more than one occasion. And it was that was actually the inspiration for the grandpa writing the letter to the editor scene. I don't, I'm not sure that scene would have ever been in there had they not met with, had they not been met with trouble from the censors about, about family jewels. Because of course, grandpa system lists family jewels as one of the phrases he no longer wants to see on his TV. So uh, a little jab there at the censors, which I find quite amusing. Uh, as I said, this is the first appearances of Nelson Muntz, who is voiced by Nancy Cartwright, and Herman, who is voiced by Harry Shearer. Shearer, Shearer sorry, has stated that Herman's voice has been partly inspired by George H.W. Bush. And you can definitely hear that, that inspiration uh, when, when you hear Herman talk. John Schwartzwelder is the writer of this episode. He's actually gone on to write 59 different episodes of The Simpsons, and that is way more than anyone else in the history of the show. So John Schwartzwelder, by far and away, the most prolific uh, writer of The Simpsons of all time. So the plan for Herman was that he was going to be the kind of character so... We've obviously talked about him, be, him being how he lost his arm and that being the story of the boy who stuck his arm out the window. The actual plan for Herman was to, for him to have a different story for how he lost his arm every time he made an appearance on the show. Um, but obviously that ended up... Herman's not a, a Herman's not a B character, let's be real. Herman's a C character. He's a character we see very, very rarely. You know, B, your B, you know you've got your A characters, which is essentially The Simpsons, maybe with one or two others. And then you've got your B characters, you know, your Krusty the Clowns and, uh, and and things like that, and Skinners and whatever else. But, uh, you know, Herman's a C or even, maybe even a D character who really only makes sparing appearances in the season. So uh, maybe maybe that would have been a good thing to carry on since. I feel, because I feel like if was he a character who... Was more had a more recurring role that would be something that maybe got a little tired really quickly. But since he doesn't appear that often, you know that maybe is something they could have ran with. But uh, and finally, sorry, the we were talking about the violence. So the fight, Homer's fight with the punch bag and Bart's dream sequence about Nelson beating him up were both taken out of syndication due to the violence in the scenes. Now we say that. Let's remember that most of Homer's attack on the punch bag actually takes place off screen. So the fact that they're still saying that that's, that's too violent is just insane. But it goes back to what I said earlier. It's just uh, it's just a different time and that, there's really no other justification for it. So I guess, I guess that's that. But uh, yes, we shall move on to our final segment of the show, which is the listener question of the week. It's a peddling. Looking out the window. It's a peddling. Staring at my sandals. It's a peddling. Paddling the school canoe. Oh, you better believe that's a peddling. This week's listener question of the week. Who is your favourite character in the Simpsons family? In the Simpsons, sorry, outside of the family itself. We got a really good response to this across our social media. So we'll just read out a few of the answers most of the answers were given in gif form so it's maybe not the best uh 
Maybe not going to be the most interesting way. Uh, Ryan Lasker says, stupid, sexy Ned Flanders, with the uh, with the gif of him screaming about the purple drapes. 20 TI, 20 TI minutes? Apologies if I've got your name wrong. They've gone for Mo. Jim Class All-Stars says, for one-time characters, it's easily Hunk Scorpio. For minor characters that are around consistently, I'm a sucker for any episode that has Ralph Wiggum in it. That's fair enough. Uh, Bernie on Twitter has gone for Comic Book Guy. The main Damie has gone for Millhouse. Creative Control has gone for Mr. Burns. Patrick Mann says Hank Scorpio. Mike Boylan says Krusty. Uh, Bad Poet Society says I've always liked Superintendent Chalmers, especially the Steam Tams bit in the 22 Short Stories episode. Uh, Willie, uh, soundtrack, I just read out my own name, that's terrible. Soundtrack Your Life has gone for Lionel Hutz. Weird thing about that podcast goes for Chief Wiggum. Fangs Von Grimm has gone for Kang Kodos. Easy Riders Raging Podcast. Oh, let's say Mo. Uh, World's Ugliest Man's gone for Got to Be Groundskeeper Willie or Fat Tony. Professor Frank had to give some good moments too. Uh, Cold Spot Paranormal Research I've always enjoyed Sideshow Bob his HMS Pinafore rendition was awesome so there you go whole variety of characters there uh, thank you so much to everyone who, who gave me a listen I would probably go with Groundskeeper Willie uh, that might not come as any surprise to anyone since this is a podcast called Willie Hears You um, so I'd probably go for him but Sideshow Bob's pretty high up for me uh, Mr. Burns as well I think the three of those probably just uh probably take it for me uh, overall but that's it for the listener question of the week next week's listener question of the week what is your favorite principal skinner scene or his favorite moment favorite quote what is your favorite principal skinner scene slash moment slash quote so that is your listener question of the week for next week you can that thread is up on our social media right now you can go to that on twitter at willie hears facebook instagram and tiktok is willie hears you is scottish simpsons podcast you can email us willie hears at gmail.com you can also leave us a voicemail as well if, if you like about your favorite principal skinner scene about next week's episode about this week's episode about any episode that we're covering on the show or just anything simpsons related you can do that willie hears at gmail.com or the link to the voicemail which is in the description for this week's show but that is it for this week's show up next week on the show we move on to season one episode number six we are approaching the halfway mark of season one Uh, episode six is going to be moaning lisa Uh, so that is definitely going to be an interesting one to talk about so still and but Thank you to everyone who uh, has listened to the show. I really appreciate your continued support. You know, we, we, we've been breaking some, some milestones over the... Uh breaking some milestones over the past week or so which is really really pre- pleasing for for me uh you know i i really love the fact that i've gotten a very positive response from you guys and that you're enjoying i do apologize once again for having a bit of a cold i hope it's not affected the quality of the episode too much i hope there's not too many st- sniffles and stutters if there is like i say i'll try and edit the most of them out but one or two may slip through the net so apologies for that but until next week thank you so much to everyone for tuning in to the episode and until then Make way for Willie!
It burns like a Glasgow bikini wax. You're alone, and life is getting you lonely. You can always go off doing too. Make way for Willie, you bloated gutsman! There's nary an animal alive that can outrun a grease gutsman. Then grease me up, woman! Sir, have you noticed how North Edinburgh golfers put like this? And South Edinburgh golfers put like this? <laughs>